Welcome to episode 32. If this is your first time, we're going to start this episode like we do every other episode. In the beginning was the Word, and... The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Episode 32, I'm fired up. I've got an intro guy. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, I have an intro guy that kind of reiterates the whole me, the whole reason that I'm doing this podcast. It's, it's about the Word of God. It is the Word. Jesus is the Word. He was the Word. He still is the Word. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So if we're not dealing with the Word of God in our daily lives, Jesus is also, there's seven I am's in John, and one of them was I am the bread of life. And Jesus declares himself the bread, and he said to give us this day our daily bread. So to pull all of that together, it is so important to be in, immersed or involved or anchored. We're going to talk about all of these things on this on this podcast, but in this episode, I just want to I want to tell you that as I was praying and what I was going to teach next and the, and it kind of came to me that we, you know, we've got a power outage or a, maybe not an outage, maybe it's a power shortage in the body of Christ. And what I wanted to do is just kind of, just kind of tweak some, where some of this power shortage and, and maybe some teachings to try to bring some of the power back to the church. And you and I are the church. It's not a building. We are the church. We are part of the church. If you have declared Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are the church. Everywhere you go, the church goes with you because you are the church. And by saying you have a power outage, I don't want to call you out specifically, but in the general terms, and I, I sometimes paint with a really broad brush when I start talking, but I want to talk specifically about the seed, the power that's in the seed. And to get started talking about the seed, I want to go all the way back to Genesis 8, where Noah had built an altar and then sacrificed on the altar, and then God smelled the aroma, and he said it was a soothing aroma. And then God kind of just said, hey, this is this is how it's going to be from here on. You know, he gives in, in 8 and maybe 9, I think it's chapter 9, Genesis 9, where God talks about the the rainbow as a sign of the covenant that he makes with Noah and his descendants. God pretty much tells Noah that he's not going to destroy the earth by the flood ever again. And then he says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer and day and night shall not cease. So that's found in Genesis 8.22. And God, and I want to talk about the seed time and harvest. And then with that freshly in your mind, I want to take you to Mark 4. And I want to begin in Mark 4, 26. And he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how for the earth yields crops by itself. First, the blade then the head, after that the full grain in the head. 
But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. And the reason I want to talk about the seed, the power of the seed, is because in episode 31, I believe I kind of introduced um, the kingdom of God, and it, it was in Matthew 6.33, where Jesus told his disciples, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So if you're trying to get things added to your life, Jesus, in his own red letter words in the Bible, said, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So what is the kingdom of God? Well, in in Mark, there's a couple of other scriptures in Mark that I'm going to dig into when we're talking about the seed. But this one, I want to talk about the one I just read where it says the kingdom is like where Jesus said, the kingdom of God is if a man should scatter seed on the ground. And I want to stop there because if you go back to Genesis eight twenty two, where God said seed time harvest, hot, cold, winter, summer, the only thing that man controls is seed time and harvest. We, we cannot control the temperature of the earth, regardless of what all the global warming and all of this stuff going on. I mean, I just think that that's just the arrogance of man. Now, we can be good stewards, and I'm not against being a good steward, but to say that, you know, that, that we've got to, there's something that we have to do for all this global warming and then it's climate change because things are getting colder. I mean, I just did a, a video on Facebook of Facebook Live showing all of the snow that's here in Louisiana. And, you know, and you're going to tell me we got global warming. I mean, it was two degrees last night at, in my in my area. And, and we're in Louisiana. And you can't tell me that globe. I mean, it just falls on deaf ears. It's And, and if even if we do have some kind of global warming, what is it that we could do that's going to change it? I talk about the sovereignty of God and that, that God does not control everything, but I, I'm not talking about the seasons, and he set all of this stuff up so that he did He did not have to set it up again. I mean, I know you've probably never even thought about or reasoned in your mind that, you know, God is not just every time you ask him, he's, oh, oh, I, I need to go do that. And you pray something else, and he goes, oh, I didn't think of that. I, I got to go do that. No, God set all of this up at the beginning when he started speaking into existence, and it is all sitting here waiting for you and I to take advantage of it. And that's a total, I mean, that's a pretty big mind shift. If, you're, if, you've, just, if you've never thought about God, that God is not caught off guard, but God already has placed everything in the earth that we need. And if you'll read in, in Mark in in four, you know, we're in four twenty-six through twenty-nine. In in four twenty-eight, I want to read this real quick again, for the earth yields crops by itself. Now we scatter the seed, seed time and harvest. That's the thing we control. We don't control the hot and cold, and we don't control the seasons. It says summer and winter, and then you kind of break down. There's a fall, and then there's a spring. But we we don't control those things. There's two of the three that are out of our control. 
for the most part, but the things that we control are the seed time and the harvest. It's our job to scatter the seed. And I've spoken in a previous episode about the spiritual beings that I saw in Psalms 23 and where it was. And if you want, I'll, I'll link to that, to that uh, episode in the show notes. But in Psalm 23, it said, Where goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I see goodness and mercy following us. And because we're throwing out seed, we're throwing out good seed, we're throwing out bad seed, and I'm not going to rehash that episode. You can go back and listen to it. But we're throwing out seed, and there's a harvest. It's seed time and harvest. So we are throwing out seed, then the seed hits the ground, then we don't know how it grows. That's what the Bible says. It says that we do not know how. And it and it says, and the thing that we're going to touch on in the next episode is where the earth yields the seed. And I think that's fascinating too. And part of the reason why we meditate on the Word of God is so we can see things that we may have never seen before. And so that's kind of why I'm here. I want to show, I want to open this up, but I'm not going to drag this on. I think I could stop right here and we'll just pick this up where I left off tomorrow. And I want to thank you for being a part of this. I have got to get my sponsor in here he has been giving me a rash, and he's he's going to tell me he's telling me he's going to pull his sponsorship, and he's bluffing. But anyway, thank you for being a part of this pod or podcast, and thank you for making it to the end. I'll see you on the next episode. Twelve Eleven Apparel, the most powerful clothing line in the world, because it's based on the Bible and gives glory to God. Jesus gave his followers a great commission before he left, and that great commission includes you and me. But if you have ever struggled with sharing Jesus, 1211 Apparel created Prayer, Wear, and Share to help. It's a free training on how to fulfill Jesus' promise of light and easy, found in Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Since 1211 Apparel is Bible-based, they start out with giving first. Give, and it will come back to you. This is not a theory. It's the truth. 1211 Apparel wants to give you access to unlimited Christian tracks and free training to help you get off the pew and into the battle for the souls of your friends and family. Use our special link, nodoubtonlybelieve.com slash battle to get started today. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.